0: Hey, y'all. This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share what I've learned from science and scriptures that encourage you and how to choose healthy habits so that you can lose extra weight and improve your health while cultivating joy. Be sure you're following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now let's dive into this week's topic. Hello, and welcome back. And Happy New Year. I hope that the year has gotten off to a good start. I know so many people are still um, working on their goals and goal setting and strategies for the coming year. Um, So this episode, I'm going to detail what planning for success has looked like for me. How do I hash out my planning? How do I do that on a monthly um, format? And how do I dial that back into weekly planning and then back dialed into daily planning? And what kind of things I write down on my plans, um, on a daily basis. So I'm going to just go through that today and what's worked for me in terms of planning. And hopefully that can apply to, um, things that could help you as well. This information is for educational and informational purposes only, and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. So the first thing that works is actually having plans at all, just planning ahead. Any kind of planning ahead is going to be better than not planning ahead. Because when you plan ahead, you get a chance to use the frontal lobe of your brain. That's the planning center of your brain that cares about long-term goals and dreams. So using that part of your brain to make a plan for your future will help keep you from resorting to simply what feels good in the moment and what the impulsive part of your brain that acts like a toddler would do, which which most of us know is probably not best for our long-term goals. So... um first of all, just deciding to have a plan and make a plan ahead of time. And the cost of this is time. It does take time. You need to set aside time for planning specifically. So the first thing you have to plan is time to plan. Um, So the first step I take is sitting down and deciding when will I plan things out. I like to take time I definitely love taking time between Christmas and New Year's to kind of make a vision for my year in terms of planning and where I want to go and what kind of big goals I kind of want to achieve during a year. Um, and then as I break that down further, I, you know, I decide, you know, when will I plan out, um, my, you know, months and quarters? And I kind of want to, Kind of have a trigger that at the end of every month or beginning of the next month, I want to have a little longer period of time, maybe an hour or so, to sit down and plan out what my what my goals are and how I've done on previous goals, and make written plans for my next steps. So making making the plan to plan and setting aside time for that is really important. Next, um, I personally prefer having a paper planner and a paper calendar. Um, you you know, many, many, many families I know and many people um, really rely on having a digital calendar and the ease and ability I can see of adding things onto a digital calendar, like specifically when you get an email and it has something on it, you can just click and it's added to your calendar. That's absolutely beneficial. But I also think that having a paper planner where you write out your plans um, just a general overview of the month um, where you keep your appointments in a, in a way that you can see them. Um, and then writing out day-to-day what your hours are going to be spent doing um, on the daily plan. Even if you don't write out monthly calendars because your digital calendar is so amazing, um, having a written daily plan that you're going to use to navigate your day can really be helpful. And I think there is something to the geographic nature of our hand using a pencil on paper or pen on paper to write that somehow forms our memory differently. And this, I think, can be really helpful. There's something about the use of a pen and paper um, that really imprints things in the mind. Um, that geography to where you're putting things on that paper, that visual memory that you see when you see your planner page in your mind, even when you're not looking at it can be helpful. So um, the way I'm going to set up my calendar this year is going to be, um, you know, building off of what has been successful for me in past years in driving forward success. So one of them is that I did... um, Like I mentioned last week, I did planning in a quarterly way. I made goals for quarters and for months instead of across years. And then what I did was break that goal down into what I would want to achieve um, in small bits to get to that large goal across that month or quarter. Um, I, I, I find that it's easier to focus on one or two things at a time each month rather than focus on lots of things um all at the same time across a longer period of time like a year. So, you know, I still make yearly goals and plans, but then I break them apart into what I want to focus on each month or quarter so that I'm not focusing on everything all at once because you can't focus on everything all at once because that's not focus. <laughs> focus is on you know, narrowing the vision to one thing at a time. And I find that helpful. Um so what I do next is I make sure um, that I've put on my monthly layouts what my focus is for that month. And I be sure that I kind of look at what my commitments will be that month, what my appointments that are already on the calendar for that month. And I add things in on a monthly basis as they come up. But then I'm able to look as I approach a new month to decide, is this the thing to focus on this month? Do I need longer than a month to focus on this to achieve the result I want? Um, how long do I really need to spend? And I need to be realistic and looking at my other commitments that are on that calendar in that monthly kind of view, that big picture view. Um, so that I give myself enough time to make the goal that I want to achieve and focus on doable. Um, If I try to do something that's really a quarterly kind of goal in a one month time period, I'm going to end up very frustrated. So um, I really want to focus on giving myself the amount of time I think I would need to accomplish what it is I'm setting out to do during that time. Now it may be that I plan on something taking a month because I really think it'll take a month and I think I can do it in a month. And then I get to the end of the month and I haven't finished it, but most times I've made so much progress that I can go ahead and say, well, I'm going to do it for another month. And then it gets done in that second month. Um, And I've made so much forward progress in that first month that I can really celebrate it and not be discouraged about it. And instead, just give myself the time I need to finish it. So um, really, when you're looking at the goals that you have as you start out this year, is it more important to you that you complete that goal? Or is it more important to you that you do it at a in, within a certain speed in a certain period of time because for most people if they knew that they would achieve a certain goal it didn't really matter it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to matter how long it takes you to get there the point is that you get there and then you can celebrate getting there even if it takes a while you get there and it's something to celebrate um, so that monthly kind of view, is kind of the bigger picture view I take as I start out. Then I kind of zero in on weekly. What do I need to do within each week that supports reaching that monthly goal? So every weekend, usually on a Sunday night, sometimes on a Monday morning. If sun, if if I don't get a chance on a Sunday night, um, I'll look at my monthly calendar that I've laid that I've laid out, and I'll I'll kind of. Expand that into a more detailed weekly view where I lay out each day what I'm going to accomplish each day, what my appointments are. I put it on my weekly calendar. I make sure that I can see the week ahead. I really love vertical view um, weekly planners as I plan out my weeks. I cannot stand these when you get a calendar and it's two pages and it's these, you've got, you know, on the left side, you've got three days. Horizontally and on the right side, you've got three days horizontally, and then the weekend is these two little half bits. I kind of stand. Um, I, I just don't like horizontal view calendars at all. I really prefer a vertical view because then I can look across a week and I can see consistent patterns. Um, lunch is always the same place on the day, you know, of each of each day. Dinner, when I'm planning out my dinners, I can write it. You can see parallel to each other along a line, all the dinners of the week. Um, if there's a recurring time of day, I do a certain thing like workout. I can write in the workout right next to each other each day. I can see it really lined up well. It just works a whole lot better. I do not know why so many um, planners that are on the market are sold that show a horizontal week view. I think that they should. there should be way more planners that have a vertical week view. Anyway, that off my soapbox, that's just my personal... Um, way I like to view a week. But maybe you have a different way and that's fine. You need to find what works for you and helps you visualize your week in a way that can help you plan it and engineer it and and be the architect of a week that works for you in reaching your goals. Um, So as I map out my week, once I'm done with that, every night or first thing every morning, I will get a page that I use to write out my daily plan. And that's the detailed level at which I put the tasks I'm going to accomplish each day and when I'm going to accomplish them and the meals I'm going to plan for that day and the food I'm going to commit to um, for when I'm hungry. Um, So I basically have I have a printout that I made myself that kind of has fill in the blank for different aspects of what I want to plan each day. And For each day, I I detail um, what my top goals are for that day, and those goals will always have to do with – one of them will have to do with what my monthly focus is or my quarterly focus is for my goal. Um, I also list my exercise that I'm going to do that day, and I schedule it at a certain time. Um, I write down what time I'm going to do it that day because some days things – are happening at a time I would normally exercise, so I have to do it at a different time. So I write down the time I'm going to do it, so it's scheduled. Um, and then I write down what I'm going to cook for dinner for the family that night. I there's a little place where I write down tasks I want to accomplish. They may or may not take very long, but I have just tasks that I need to knock off. Um, and then. Um, I schedule out anything else that I need to put in there that needs to happen. Um, the other thing I focus on writing down um, any other food on the, on my daily pl- page, I will always write down what I want to eat that day when I'm hungry. And that way I've decided when I'm in my you know um, grown up part of my mind, the frontal lobe, um, my planning part of my mind gets to make decisions about what I'm going to choose to eat that day. And then when I get to the moment where I'm hungry, I don't have to sit there and deliberate with whatever impulsive part of my brain that I might be using what I'm going to eat. I can just go back and say, well, what did I decide this morning I would eat? And then I can see what it was and I can go ahead and and the decision is done. I don't have to have any kind of drama about it. I can just go ahead and eat what I've planned when I'm hungry. Um, now, some days I'm better at doing this than other days, but I'm definitely... Um, seeing that the days that i do this that i plan out what i'm going to eat ahead of time and then i stick to that plan i find that those days are most successful um so i'm i'm working on getting as consistent as i can with that um the other there's other things i write down on these daily planner pages um i usually pick out a bible verse that i want to focus on that day i usually think about something that usually if I read it that morning in scripture, and it kind of stuck out to me as something I wanted to remember and think about more, I will write it out at the top of the page for the day. Um, And I try to throughout the day kind of take moments where I refocus, because every time, you know, I'll refer to my daily planning page throughout the day off and on to figure out what I need to do next. And I will try to look at that verse several times a day and kind of think about it for a minute and chew on it. And even just take thirty seconds to, you know, ruminate on it, um, and let it kind of seep into a deeper place in my in my spirit. Um, and I I love I love doing that. It is a huge blessing to me in my day. Um, other things I write down is as I mentioned in last week's episode. I write down the goal I'm focusing on um, at that for that period of time every day. I write it down and I write down why. That particular day, that goal matters. And like I said in last week's episode, it might be the same reason every day for a long time why that goal matters. Or it might be that every day that goal matters for a different reason. Um, What matters is that I write it down and I have a reason that I write down because as I review my motivations, I'm reminding myself on a daily basis of why I want to keep pushing forward. Um, So, Another thing that I've done in the past that I'm planning on doing again this year is I have kind of an ideal um, list of morning habits, like an ideal morning, and I write out what my ideal morning looks like on another page of my planner, and I practice that ideal morning until it becomes habit and routine. And I kind of tinker with that on a maybe regular basis, like maybe once a season, I'll look at that routine and see if it fits the needs. And I try to think about if there's something that kind of fell out of the routine that I need to add back in. Is there something that I'm adding to it that I don't really need to be doing in the morning? Am I wasting my time anywhere? How can I tinker with my morning to make it support the rest of my day better? And I'll try to create um, kind of a habit stack. If you've heard of habit stacking, that's from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's the idea of stacking Habits onto a habit that you already have in place. So, for instance, when I brush my teeth, what habit am I going to kind of attach in time to that moment where I brush my teeth? Um, or that's just one example. There might be other habits you stack. Uh, but all that being said, um, I kind of like to take, you know, once every season or so the time to list out what my habit stack is going to look like in the morning. Um, and the sequence that I want to develop, and then practice that habit stack routinely, referring to it in my in my planner, um, until it becomes ingrained and um, in my day. And those those habits can become very, um, you know, um, easy easy to do when you don't have to think about them. There's no willpower involved anymore once they become habit. Um, now, the other thing that I do in regards to um, all of this is that I really work toward sticking to the plans I've made. I am in no way perfect about sticking to my plans. I will sometimes deviate from my plans and not achieve what I planned on achieving. I will sometimes procrastinate. Um, I will have days where I get a lot done and they're wonderful days, but then the next day I somehow squander time. Um I'm in no way doing a perfect job at this, but I have found that the more consistently I write out my plans, the better I get at at making them realistic and the better I get at sticking to them um, and committing to them because there, there is going to be discomfort involved with sticking to them. And I kind of want to get to that happy kind of place where it's a little bit uncomfortable. I'm writing out a plan that maybe isn't super easy. But it's a doable plan for what I want to achieve in a day, um, how I want to eat in a day, um, what I want to do in terms of what I want to believe that day about God and how often I want to remind myself about him and his love for me in terms of you know putting that verse on that page and going back to that every time I go back to my list for what I want to do during a day and what I need to accomplish taking the time to look at that verse and really believing what it says. Um, I'm not 100% perfect at any of this at any one time. There's always something I can grow in. Um, But really taking the time to make a plan on a large basis, on a yearly basis, on a quarterly basis, on a monthly basis, dialing that into a weekly basis, and then each day making a daily plan. These have been things that have really... um, I've gotten better at over the years. It has taken years to get better at these things. And I'm still not, I still haven't arrived at any kind of place where I feel like I've got it all down. Um, but I've grown a lot and I can see that um, there's potential for um, even more improvement as I move forward. And I think that, you know, this has been such a helpful thing for me to paper plan out things that I'm going to continue to. Um And this coming year, I look forward to that being of benefit in my life again. All that being said, I hope that you guys have a great week. And thank you for tuning in. I hope your new year is off to a wonderful start. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on the extra helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.